Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. We're going to be looking at uh, potentially Robert Crumb's greatest comic strip that he ever made. But first, we have to let you guys know that uh, we do have a Patreon where you can support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Depending on your level of support, uh, you're getting all the videos before anybody else. And uh, you can possibly you know, watch us live stream these recording sessions before we even edit the videos, completely mitigating the Kayfabe effect and making it possible for you to get the books that we talk about before anybody else. But these videos are brought to you by the books that we make. We are working in active cartoonists. I have a big announcement coming up soon, but if you hit my link tree in the description below, you're going to be able to uh, see what I'm going to be talking about and even put in a pre-order before anybody else uh, in the wider culture knows about the, the work. But I have two uh, trade paperbacks of Red Room out there right now, soliciting the next round of Red Room comics at your local comic shop. It's called Crypto Killers, and I'm uh, serializing that work on my Patreon right now. Three books get you the archive, new strips every Tuesday. Uh, there are four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree celebrating its 10 year anniversary. Three volumes X Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG. Jimmy just released Hulk Grand Design. Two, two great fanfare, but it is going quick. So make sure you go to your local comic shop, scoop that comic up ASAP. Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive is his latest trade paperback with his iconic character. Street Angel Princess of Poverty is going to be coming uh, out in a couple of months, and that will collect all the rest of uh, Jimmy Street Angel comics that he's ever made. Plain Janes is also out in uh, the universe. But I have my copy of uh, Snoid Comics here, Jimmy. I was going through my uh, underground comic stash, of which I don't have very much. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, I have some things, man. And uh, going through Snoid, first off, I mean, we could just take a look. And you just like the rigor on the page. It's ridiculous. The guy, the guy is just, just a master artist, no doubt. With all of his, <laughs> all of his uh, idiosyncrasies, but we're gonna land on this, uh, you know, three four pager right here. A short history of America. You may have seen this image. It certainly was kind of animated in the Crumb documentary. There have been posters uh, put out. Uh, showing all of these images on one big surface. Uh, this is a kitchen sink comic. I believe the comic first appeared in, a, in uh, some kind of hippie-ass paper called Co-Evolutionary Quarterly. I don't even know if that it was a comic book. I think it was like some... Um, what, what was that? Like the Whole Earth Catalog type shits or some, some you know, conservation Greenpeace kind of gimmick. But... One thing I could say about that publication, probably didn't pay that much, but Robert Crumb is a real artist and put so much effort into creating an extremely iconic, silent comic book strip. Yeah, this is a, a strange comic. I wonder when exactly he did it, because it feels like one of his iconic pieces, as you've already said, but it also feels like kind of a breakthrough in that you're doing a wordless comic, but it also feels very relevant to practically any time period that, that it would have come out. Yeah. And in a weird way, bizarre. Like, I don't know what other, if, if you go, oh, I love this comic. What do you point at as like, okay, well go check out this or that. You know, it's, it's pretty unusual. It is. And I do have something that, that sort of comes to mind here by Richard McGuire. Yes. Where it's one static image point a camera pointed yep. in a direction and he takes you through like 
the Mesozoic period and shit like that. That's brilliant. That is the perfect comic to point to from here. And it, and it kind of makes me wonder what both of those cartoonists are thinking about whenever they're making these things. Yeah. It, it's one of those that is so simple. It could be like some sort of, you know, Buddhist reflection on, you know, cycle of life or something like that. But at the same time, like nobody else made it. Right. So, you know, like there's something that, that causes you to do something like this and you flip through half this book. None of it looks like this. Right. You know what I mean? This is a different, different direction mentally. And yes. it just makes me wonder like what triggers it? What makes you think this way? And where do things go from here? You know, the other person that I would think of a little bit is somebody like a John Porcelino, whose comics tend to reflect on things like time and sort of timelessness. It has that quality, which again, I don't necessarily associate with Crumb. Like it's a very unusual strip in his body of work in that way. There is so much thought that is required on every inch of this comic because you have to get everything right. It, it hinges on you doing everything correctly, man. And uh, we start off unmolested land, timeless. Like we have no idea where this is or when it is. Uh, you see a couple of slightly, you can't call them rolling hills, but there are inclines. These factor into the drawings. The hills stay there, which that's much easier to draw a flat plane. But he's built that in because he's a badass, but it's there. <laughs> uh, plentiful amount of animals, deer, birds, all of that stuff. But guess what, man? The Industrial Revolution is coming and the Carnegie's and the Fricks, they need to, uh, and, the, uh, and the Rockefellers and shit, they need to start transporting some resources. And development is beginning. You see a half-downed tree right here. Right, which is, is, by the way, indicative of like a forest that yeah. is actually, you know, all of it's gone. But as a good cartoonist, you put that half down tree as, a, as something in case you weren't paying attention, like really draw attention to what that railroad did. And it cut down half the forest. Iconography. So the train tracks established. Train tracks still there. We got the first electric poles uh, set up. There are no like extra bits where you put the phone gimmick. That's going to come later. We got like a mule with uh, a little kind of wagon gimmick. And a road. And a road. Dirt road. Very important. Dirt road. Uh, we're going to start paying attention. You see that little like kind of sapling gimmick or something, right? You see this tree starting to get a little bit of flower on it. Maybe a little taller. Got the most rudimentary of houses with another kind of wagon and a little shed in the back there. Panel four. Slightly wider road. Train track's still there. We have a new uh, element uh, on that telephone pool. We got probably telephone or telegraph, maybe telegraph. You know, this is pretty early. We have uh, electricity, further development across the tracks. More uh, people. Yeah, lots more people. Uh, we're getting, uh, there's an evolution in the wagon ride, and it's, it's more affluent. You wagon know, technology's you, evolving. You now have a horse, a, a bigger animal. Maybe it's the milkman. Uh, picket fences or a thing you now can like state claim on your exact amount of property space this tree continues to grow man it stays there you know it's really close to the house i feel like that's going to give them trouble at some point <laughs> you sound like a man speaking from experience james <laughs> yeah as a homeowner i'm worried about that tree <laughs> we still have the incline you know we still have the incline the tree is growing bigger the house is reasonably 
the same but is no that's pretty much the same i was going to say do we have an addition uh, on the thing we don't half the fence came down looks like eminent domain may have rolled through because that looks like a road you're right yeah you're right man so uh you know the mayors and governors are like we need a an easement to go to uh the hospital from here so we're gonna state claim there water tower a railroad crossing so that road is established you got some more humanity probably got like an auto body shop or maybe that's like a distribute like the train stops there things happen yeah there's some kind of industrial building there commercial building now we got uh much more people much more telephones uh electricity uh, on these wires things are going down man panel six that tree is growing yeah this is this is like our you know interlocutor character to like let us yeah, know right. the, the the time that his is transpiring uh panel to panel a uh, little bit busier man got your wagon yeah traffic now maybe maybe that could even be an early car yeah it's possible but because there's more than one i'm going to use that plural and say traffic yes that's good that's good we're starting to get those buildings that you see in uh old downtowns yeah, and things. Cut, cut down more of the forest there and uh, keep developing that forest is gone the what's left is this tree and it continues to grow and to prosper and to develop uh trains are still doing their thing and it looks like there's several kind of factories in fact with pollution coming out and probably the the train stops there they unload a whole bunch of stuff and it puts pumps uh pollution into the uh, environment there Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, man. So much development. And you could see how this image can kind of work best on one sheet, to be honest. Yeah, it lends itself to that poster treatment. Because as we uh, turn the page, we see even more rapid development. The tree has gotten even bigger. Um, We have telephone and telegraph and wire services and electricity on both sides of the street. We have street cars. The dirt road now has tracks in it to allow for the streetcars. It's still pretty early, so we still have some uh, horses pulling buggies. The house is no longer a house, no. or if it is, they're running a business outside yeah. of, of hot their dogs. House. <laughs> yeah, for uh, like a deli. Yeah, why not? It's a corner. It's now a corner lot. You know, a lot of traffic is crisscrossing there. So you're saying if you invested in that first real estate, man, this this might be uh, worth worth a little something. We're increasing our property value. There's some commercial value to that spot. Yeah. You see the sidewalk has come in. But the wires are taking over. Mm. They are they're all over the place, and you have you know your first maybe uh, sodium lights or whatever. From this panel to this panel, it seems like uh, well the tree is continuing to grow for for one thing. We're now in the era of the automobile, and uh, there's lots of them. They're in fact they're even kind of stuck behind uh, the streetcar, so I feel like that's not going to be around uh, for, for much longer. When when you were growing up, like uh, did did you remember streetcar tracks? No, they were mostly gone from from my town by then. Uh-huh. So this would have been the '80s. But if you find pictures of my town, you see them. Like yeah. they were definitely there in the early 20th century like what you're seeing here because we have the freeze thaw and stuff and like in homestead uh where, where i grew up the asphalt just comes right off of uh what was just like yellow brick road yeah and you could see the streetcar tracks like still there still still uh you know under the asphalt 
Um, Oswald's is, uh, they're building up, man. They got better signage here. I was going to say, man, you're cutting down the trees and you're putting up signs. Yeah. Different advertisements, man. We got, uh, this is now a drugstore, Myers Drugstore. We uh, have more traffic as evidenced by an actual traffic light, probably the height of technology. Certainly when cars uh, start to hit the streets, you need to kind of police them a little bit more. The tree is still growing, but guess what? No longer. We're done with that, man. Uh, we, we, we need places to put real estate. Sidewalks have uh, been invented where the plush land was. Yeah, that's a, that's a new development. A lot of development on the page turn. Yeah, for sure. A lot happened there. Yeah, but still that, that easement, still that incline mm -hmm. is built in, and it was there from, from the beginning. So cool to see how just the geography kind of like, it's still, it's under there. It's under there. A uh, little more development. It's an old building. It's an old building. Could use a little bit of a... A, a fix it's a fixer-upper starting to get potholes yeah it's neat to see the aging in the buildings like like uh, in panel two you've got a fresh sign painted on the side of the building in panel three it's it's pretty weathered and it's not even the one sign isn't even there yeah. got totally ripped down uh it looks like the telephone poles and everything stay the same but there is no longer a tree like i was a big healthy brute and and that's the last evidence of of that sort of stuff uh pretty much that's pretty much it. And you know what? There are far less cars, so the, it could be, you know, a bombed out McKeesport kind of area where it's like, we had our, we had our, our day. Uh, commerce has moved to the city, maybe, uh, because there's just one lone guy, and I like to think he's a drunkard. <laughs> now, you also have the car technologies changing. You know, we're getting to the Packards and those big, big-ass hoopties. Yeah, and you know what that means? You need gas. Gas guzzlers. Yes. So the little delicatessen is uh, pivoting, as they say in uh, the vernacular of the day, going to start uh, serving gas to people. I like the subtle stuff, too, of like, okay, we've got a fence up again, but now it's this, like, chain link. You know, it's a More little different technologies. than that, that, that picket fence on uh, page one that looks pretty nice. You know, it's kind of a the american dream there on on page one early on right but at this point now we're totally on like industrial kind of materials and boy nature is not not visible in that in panel four here yes sir and uh, a lot of advertising uh, is starting to show up for you know things like liquor so it's less wholesome you know it's not it's not get get a sandwich it's like you know drink your sorrows away kind of thing in uh this panel here it's weird the numbers go away so this is panel 11 uh we have just flat land again except it's all paved over makes me wonder if these three panels are added later it's very possible because he adds more panels because if, if you look at the borders it looks like these are slightly heavier right so good to know man he because he does add another three panels after this that takes it to a place of of almost absurdity because it's like futuristic yeah uh landscapes or something and man it's been 20 30 years since he did that yo robert why don't you update three more yeah have a bunch of people staring at their phones walking in absolutely traffic. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh the car evolution is evident from from panel to panel i think the street cars are gone and that's probably replaced by buses yeah yeah the tracks are gone, sure. Fully paved, 
uh, the sidewalk makes way for, you know, the, the lot to be built there. Imagine the reference material required. Okay, yeah, it's absolutely a bus because there's a bus stop. Yeah. It's a one-way street now, so we're, you know, getting tighter sh uh, tra traffic laws and things. Wow. And then uh, the last panel, the motorcycle has been, uh, you know, commercialized in a big way. You got your kind of 70s cars, gas guzzlers. Uh, no more train tracks. They built old folks' homes or something, man. Yeah. Oakwood Village. Uh, it is a convenience store, no longer just a used car lot or whatever. Double our number of poles, although now they're like street lights and things. But a lot more of those have been added. Right. Yeah. Yeah. New rules and traffic regulation and street illumination. Uh, there are, there's so much that had to be considered to make these 12 panels. You know what's surprised? There's some stuff that goes away too. Like this traffic light shows up, but then it's done away with. Because it's just a one-way street. Yeah. So maybe that, gotcha. you yeah. know, maybe it's this that, that handles the whole thing. That's one of those bits of evolution too on our train crossing and then just gone. Right. right. We've removed the train tracks altogether now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bizarre kind of piece. Just fantastic. I mean, to, to have it in this kind of edition at this big volume, at this big size, because the poster is little more than the top scale, like the, the height of the image area of this video. So the drawings are really, really small and they're also colored. Uh, so to have, and once again, it's Snoid Comics where you can get this strip, you know, at comic book size and really study the drawing and really look at the drawing and just kind of ponder, you know, the decades that go by. Maybe everyone is 10 years. Yes. Something like that. It's so much fun to think about, again, the evolution of this. Are you sitting there on your uh, LSD trip, looking at an intersection and just imagining, like, how did this guy, what was here before this gas station, before this crossing, before this traffic light, any of that stuff? Were there ever trees here? You know, like, it's, it's interesting to imagine the mindset of kind of going through that. When you mention color, this would be an interesting strip as a color study in that like you're replacing these colors, right? right? Like all the greens and blues that you would see in this first one, those greens are just gone, you know, really by by this panel. Like once that tree goes away, show me the green, you know, right. there's not much green there. Maybe a tiny track of grass in the front yard, but it, it'd be kind of fun to see that. And then all the artificial colors that would be popping up on all of those street signs yeah. on, on the cars. Like, uh, it'd be, it'd be kind of fun to see it as like a painting study, but I think that lends credence to the quality of this comic strip. Yeah. You know, like it's such an interesting idea that it would work as a series of paintings, photographs, time delay, whatever drawings, you know, like any of those things kind of work because the concept is sound, but not a concept that I can think of much in comics. So that's where you get the, what a great idea. Sure. Great execution as well, but also like, what a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, heck of a cartoonist, man. This Noid Comics is not one to uh, pass up if you ever see it. It's not like any of this stuff ever shows up in back issue bins or anything like that, man. But just great rigor on the page. So interesting to see Crumb in these comics, too, because like this is just not a, a format that you see much of anymore. Like yeah. you say, you don't see these in back issue bins. You know, Crumb you're going to get in reprints and books and you know, all those kind of monographs and stuff like that, but the actual comic books, 
they, they represent a certain time period. It's true, man. And this was published by uh, Kitchen Sink Enterprise, which I would bet if I took a look at the uh, poster, probably Dennis Kitchen being a pretty entrepreneurial, uh, you know, putting out the first ones of that, I would bet you, because he just seems like that kind yeah. of fella, you know, uh, you know, that's Dennis, let's do a shoot interview sometime, man. Uh, we have, we have questions. It's a heck of a career that he ran there, but this copy of Snowy Comics where I have uh, this brief history of America. You can find it in a lot of places and I'm putting it up there to, uh, to for the purposes of the title, color Robert Crumb's greatest comic, but uh, it's in my top three. Good to go? I am. Okay, favors like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available. And uh, we have a Patreon where you can support the channel uh, in a big way. And by doing that, we're able to deliver you the videos before uh, and anybody else gets to see them and our king kayfabers get all the videos before anybody else and they're watching us stream this recording session in real time can have can interact with us in between uh when the camera's on and off and things like this but the videos are brought to you by the books that we make so jimmy tell the people what you have out there hulk grand design street angel deadliest girl alive and the plain janes are my latest books Coming very soon, Street Angel, Princess of Poverty from Image Comics. You can pre-order that now wherever you get your books. And you can join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug to see a lot more of my comics and art. Download out of print zines and mini comics and see what I am working on next. Two Red Room trade paperbacks are out at your local comic shop right now. Trigger Warnings and the Antisocial Network. I am soliciting new Red Room comics right now. It's called Crypto Killers. Uh, at, to your local comic shop right now, they can order the first two issues so far. I'm serializing those comics on my Patreon. Uh, for three bucks, you get the complete archive. More than 300 pages worth of stuff is up there as we speak. Got a big project coming up soon, but if you hit my link tree, you're going to be able to see what, that, what it is because it's the very first thing in my link tree. There are four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree out there in the wild right now, which is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year. Three volumes, X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG is out in the wild. Uh, Jimmy, what else do we have going on? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, hats, fanny packs, stickers, all kinds of cool stuff at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. Fantastic ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel and keep, to keep these videos coming to you on a very regular basis. Jimmy, given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Read more comics.